Hey bookworms, welcome to the Read with Angie podcast. We are going to talk about books, so thanks for listening. Hello bookworms and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, It is episode two of season three, which is very exciting. Um... A year ago, I didn't imagine that I would have any listeners on this podcast, and I have so many, so thank you very much for listening, and if you're new, thank you for listening now. Anyway, today I am talking about some of my reading goals for 2023. I'm going to tell you all about my new book journal and my reading plans for January. Um, And then I'm going to talk a little bit about some future plans for the podcast. So last year was the first year that I kept a reading journal. And I really loved it, actually. Um, If you've listened to the podcast for a while, you've probably heard me discussing the Angie way. Uh, But if not, briefly... It's an organization system I use for my monthly reading. I'm not much of a mood reader. I find not knowing what I want to read extremely annoying um, because I just have too many options and I struggle to make decisions um, for everything. So (laughs) for books, I like to take out some of that decision. If I don't have a plan, I usually hover for a few days without reading and instead just like stress about the fact that I'm not reading or I'm trying to decide and the decision is stressful. So anyways, for me, it's better to have a plan. So I always set a TBR each month, TBR meaning to be read. And I don't necessarily follow that TBR exactly, but it helps me to narrow down the possibilities to five or six books instead of the 200 plus unread books I I have on my shelves. Um, Also, I am very easily distracted by shiny new books and pre-orders arriving that I forgot about. Um, So that usually fuddles up the plan every month as well. But anyway, the Angie Way is a set TBR with scheduled daily pages for each book on the TBR. So if I follow the schedule, I'll read all the books by the end of the month. Um, And I only schedule one book at a time. So I just choose the order. And sometimes I go in a different order. Um, Sometimes I'm bored with that book, so I start the next one. It's It's never like exact, but it helps me to have a plan. Um, I'm usually reading two books at once, usually a fiction and a nonfiction. Um, so in my reading journal for 2022, um, I had a few pages with reading goals and then I would have my monthly Angie way schedule. Um, and I would decide what that schedule was a few days before the month begins And that gave me time to make the decisions (laughs) of what am I going to read. So, yeah, and then before the month begins, I would just, like, make my schedule then. So usually around, like, the 25th of the month. Um, So right now, for example, 
in my new journal, there's only an Angie way for January. And then after the Angie way schedule, the next page is just a page tracker for the month, um, which I can talk about in a second. And then after the page tracker, I'll make notes about the books I'm reading. So I started that last year and I really enjoyed it. Um, I should do like a little photo recap or like a reel maybe of my 2022 journal because it's just full of like gorgeous pages with all these notes on the books I read with like pretty stickers and stuff. And it's really nice to look at. Um, and I really enjoyed writing in it. Um, like having a place to like organize my thoughts about all the books I was reading. So I'm definitely doing it again this year. I, yeah. So let me tell you about my journal for this year. Um, in the beginning of the journal, I have a few goals pages. Um, so the first page is a best book bracket. So each month I choose my favorite book from that month that I read. And then through the year, those books from each month compete in the bracket until the end of the year when I'm down to two books and then I decide which one was the best. Um, the second page is a yearly page tracker. So when I make my Angie Way schedule, I also have a page tracker for the month and I don't track like every single day how many pages did I read. I just track like how many pages of every book. So when I start a new book, I'll write the name of the book and then what page did I start on, which is usually page one. Um, and then when I finish the book, what page did I finish on, then what's the total pages for that book. And then at the end of the month, I add up all the pages from each book. And then I know how many pages I read for that month. Um, and I do it that way because then if there's a book that I started in December, but then finish in January, when I'm writing in my January page tracker, I say the starting page of the book was page 110 and I finished on this page. And then I know in January, I only read this many pages of that book. Um, so then, yeah, each month at the end of the month, I'll calculate how many pages I read and then transfer that number to the yearly page tracker at the beginning of the journal. And at the end of the year, I will get this really big number um, which makes me feel good. So in 2022, I read 24,850 pages, um, which is a nice big number to look at. <laughs> so the next page um, is a blank numbered list where I will write all the nonfiction books I read this year. And my goal is to read 10 nonfiction books in 2023. I've read one so far, which it's pretty good. <laughs> um, the fourth page has my list of 23 books for 2023. So this is a list of 23 books I chose from my unread shelf um, that I will try and prioritize in 2023. There's a bunch of great books on the list um, and you can find the full list on my blog today as well as pictures of my blog journal if you wanted to see what it looks like. Um, but yeah, that 2020, 23 books for 2023 list is books that I have had for so long <laughs> on my shelf that I do want to read, but I always just seem to get distracted by new books. So, 
um, this is the priority is so if it's 23 books and my goal is to read two each month from that list. So I have two on my January TBR, which I will get into. Um, so the next section I have is for pre-ordered books. Um, I tend to pre-order books way in advance and then forget that I ordered them. Uh, so this year I have a spot to write that down. So when I pre-order a book, I'm going to add it to the list of like what month is actually coming out. And then I'll know, oh, hey, this month that, that book's coming out and I already ordered it. Sweet. So, and hopefully I won't do any double orders this year because that happened twice last year. <sighs> anyway, then I have my Goodreads tracker page. It's a grid with 100 squares. Uh, my Goodreads challenge goal is just 52 books for the year, but I left space for more. Um, you know, last year I went over 52. So, um, and then the last page for goals is a genre tracker. Um, I want to tally how many books I read from each genre this year. Um, and that's it. So those are all the things I will track for the year. Um, and then after all those pages, my January NGWA is there um, with my January TBR. So um, I have five books on the list for January. Two are from my list of 23 books for 2023, which as I said, and then I have one nonfiction. And then two are <laughs> books from a book box subscription I have, and I haven't read them yet. So let's start with the nonfiction. Um, it is called Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. Um, it's... I'll read you the back cover, but it's talking specifically about the difference between men and women when it comes to how we experience stress. And so far, it's quite interesting. So here's the back cover synopsis. Burnout. You, like most American women, have probably experienced it. That's why you're reading the back of this book. What's expected of women and what it's really like to exist as a woman in today's world are two different things, and we exhaust ourselves trying to close the gap. Sisters Emily Nagoski and Amelia Nagoski are here to help end the all-too-familiar cycle of feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. They compassionately explain the obstacles and societal pressures we face and how we can fight back. In these pages, you'll learn what you can do to complete the biological stress cycle, how to manage the monitor in your brain that regulates the emotion of frustration, how the bikini industrial complex makes it difficult for women to love their bodies, and how to defend yourself against it. With the help of eye-opening science and prescriptive advice and helpful worksheets and exercises, all women will find something transformative in these pages and will be empowered to create positive change. So yeah, that sounds pretty good, right? I mean, I'm, I have two jobs and I host a podcast and I write a blog and I probably do way too many things and I read a lot of books. So yeah, I'm stressed all the time. And uh, that book sounds like a really interesting book on how to deal with my stressed out state. 
So that's my nonfiction choice for January. Um, the two books I chose from my list of 23 are called Ledge by Stacy McEwen and Ray Bearer by Jordan Ufueco. Ufueco. Um, I think it was in 2020 when I saw Ray Bearer and the second book, Redemptor, on my bookstagram feed, and I wanted to read them, but I decided that I didn't like the US cover um, as much as the UK cover. So I ordered them both, special from England, and they've been sitting on my shelf looking pretty ever since. So I will finally read them this year. Um, the Ray Bear series, it's a fantasy series, and it kind of sounds like um, the trope of like gain the princess trust or gain the princess's trust and then you kill them type thing. Um, but the main girl is reluctant to do that. I don't know. Um, let me read the back cover for this one. So this is Ray Bearer. Uh, Terrace has always longed for the warmth of a family. She was raised in isolation by her mysterious, cunning, and often absent mother, known only as the Lady. When Terrace comes of age, the Lady sends her to the capital of the global empire of Aristar, to be chosen as one of the Crown Prince's Council of Eleven. If she's picked, she'll be joined with the other council members through the Ray, a bond deeper than blood. But the lady has other ideas, including a magical wish that Terrace is compelled to obey, kill the crown prince once she gains his trust. So, yeah, that sounds pretty good, right? And uh, if you haven't just, like, checked out the UK cover of Ray Bear, I would recommend it because it's much nicer. Okay, then the other book from my list of 23 is called Ledge. Um, it's the first book in a fantasy trilogy called the Galatian Trilogy by Stacey McEwen, who is an indie author. And she's quite popular on TikTok, apparently, but I don't have TikTok. Um, on Instagram, her name is Stace Bookspace. So I'm looking forward to trying out her book. I like um, finding those little indie author books that you don't normally see. Um, so here's the synopsis for Ledge. In a place known as the Ledge, a civilization is trapped by a vast chasm and sheer mountain face. Rations are small, living is tough, and there is no way to escape without befalling a deathly drop. What's more, every season the people must present themselves as a human sacrifice to the Glacians, mysterious winged creatures who reside beyond the ledge. Dawson, axe wielder and only remaining member of her family, has so far avoided the annual culling, but her luck has run out. She is ripped from her icy home with no idea what will happen to her on the other side, enslaved murdered worse fortunately a half glacian called ryan offers to help them both escape but how can she trust one of the very creatures that plagued her life dawson is a survivor and she is not afraid to cut anyone down to live so yeah dawson sounds pretty feisty um which i always enjoy 
So those are my two from my 23 books list. And then, oh my goodness. Um, in October, I signed up for the new Canadian book box subscription, Aardvark Book Club. Um, and I have only read one of the books I've gotten so far. I feel like I always see book of the month subscribers in America with the same problem. <laughs> um, just like this backlist of book of the month titles. And then I finally signed up for a book box and I did the same thing. So I have two aardvark books on my list for January. The first one is called twice in a lifetime by Melissa Barron. Um, it's a time crossed romance. So if you've ever seen the movie, great movie, don't argue with me, The Lake House with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Um, they're in different times, but they, in that movie, they communicate through the mailbox. So this book is kind of like that. The main girl, Isla, gets a text message from her husband, uh, but she doesn't have a husband. <laughs> Um, and then they figure out that her husband is in the future and he sends her a picture of their wedding day. So that kind of convinces her and then things spiral from there. So let me just read the back cover for that one. Isla has fled the city for small town, Missouri in the wake of a painful and exhausting year with her chronic anxiety at a fever pitch. The last thing she expects is to meet a genuine romantic prospect and she doesn't. But she does get a text from a man who seems to think he's her husband. Obviously a wrong number, except when she points this out, the mystery texter sends back a picture of them on their wedding day. Isla cautiously starts up a texting relationship with her maybe hoax, maybe husband, Ewan. Ewan, like Ewan McGregor, uh, who claims to be reaching out from a new a few years into the future Ewan knows Isla incredibly well and seems to love her exactly as she is which she can hardly fathom but he's also grieving because in the future he and Isla are no longer together Ewan is texting back through time to save her from a fate he is unwilling to share and all she can do to prevent that fate is to learn to be happy now in the body she has with the mind she has the only trouble is the step she takes in that direction might be steps away from a future with Ewan. Uh, Melissa Barron's time-crossed romance features a quintessentially endearing and brave protagonist and an engrossing plot that will keep you turning pages until its breathtaking finish. Uh, so yeah, that sounds really good, eh? Uh, so Melissa Barron is the author. So that one's from Aardvark a romance and then i have my second one from aardvark aardvark which is a mystery um so it is called the socialite's guide to murder by sk golden and it is a pinnacle hotel mystery it's the first one in a series um the description makes me think of like nancy drew but more adult um, the main character's name is Evelyn, and she's a detective, and she's on the case at the hotel um, with the help of Mac, who is her secret crush. So it sounds delightful, but let me read the synopsis for you. It's 1958, and Evelyn Elizabeth 
Elizabeth Grace Murphy has not left the Pinnacle Hotel in 14 months. She suffers from agoraphobia, and what's more, it's her father's hotel, and everything she needs is there. Evelyn's always been good at finding things. She discovered her mother dead in a Manhattan alleyway 15 years earlier. Now she's finding trouble inside her sanctuary. At a party for artist Billy Bell, his newest work is stolen, and Evelyn's fake boyfriend and real best friend, movie star Henry Fox, is accused of the theft. But just as Evelyn sets out to prove Henry's innocence, she finds Billy Bell dead. The murder weapon links the crime to the hotel's chief of security, but why would he use a knife with his initials on the handle? With her beloved home in disarray, Evelyn joins up with hotel employee and her secret crush, Mac Cooper, to get to the bottom of the case. As Mac pick locks, picks locks and Evelyn snoops around the hotel, they discover the walls around them contain more secrets than they previously knew. Now, Evelyn must force herself to leave the hotel to follow the clues, but when she and Mac set off to chase a lead, their car crashes and they barely escape with their lives. Someone snipped Evelyn's brake lines and now the stakes have become dangerously high. Evelyn's knack for sleuthing and her playful imagination are always hard at work, and she throws an elaborate party at the hotel where every guest is a suspect. But will the killer emerge from the glamorous lineup? If not, Evelyn just might find herself next in line for murder. So yeah, that sounds pretty good, right? I it sounds like a nice cozy mystery with a lot of murder in it. Uh, but yeah. So that's my January TBR. Um, I'm looking forward to all of these. I have started Twice in a Lifetime and Burnout. Um, and so far, both are quite enjoyable. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, okay. I also said I wanted to talk about plans for the podcast. Um, I really enjoyed recording myself reading A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. And I want to do more of that. Um, I was thinking about reading classics because they are public domain and I can do whatever I want with them. Um, but I want to know what you guys think. So if you're listening to this, please send me a message on Instagram um, if you want to with your thoughts, if you have any. So I have a small list of books I would consider recording. Um, the Secret Garden, Anne of Green Gables, The Turn of the Screw. Those are all on my list. Um, but maybe there are others. And yeah, also the format of those book readings would have to be a little different than the podcast format now. Um, for A Christmas Carol, I divided it into five parts that were each about 30 to 40 minutes. Um, but The Christmas Carol is only a 116 page book. So like you know, the secret garden is like 200 and something. So it'd be a lot longer. So maybe I should try like an hour. Each episode is an hour, each part, or I could just record the whole thing in one long episode. I don't know. So let me know what you guys think. Um, you know, would you want to listen to the whole thing at once or would you want it divided into parts? And then like, if I have a part and then I have a regular podcast between each part, is that going to be annoying to go looking for them? I don't know. Um, currently also I asked people on my Instagram to vote 
for what book they would want and there's a battle going on between the secret garden and Anne of Green Gables um, so you can vote for those if you like as well um, anyway I hope you enjoyed this episode and maybe you're thinking about making a reading journal um, and if you want to know more about the Angie way um, check it out on the blog and uh, yeah, I will be back in your ears next week with some reviews. Happy reading, guys. Thank you for listening to the Read with Angie podcast. You can find Angie on Instagram at readwithangie or www.readwithangie.com.